0: Hey everyone, I'm Phil Smith, aka Phil the Filipino. Everyone always seems to be on the lookout for the next parks and recreation or the office. Well, today I'm going to tell you about a hilarious workplace comedy that's been hiding in plain sight for the last five years. Today we Netflix and Phil Superstore. This is the Wait For It Podcast. what's going on everybody welcome back to the wait for it podcast and this week's episode of wait for it wednesday as you can see right there in the title this is my netflix in Phil series where i will go over a show that i feel is worth your time we're all looking for new things to binge and maybe hop into and maybe you haven't quite pulled the trigger yet on superstore well i'm going to give you a bunch of reasons why as to why i think it's definitely worth your time If you're brand new here, thank you so much for joining us for the first time. We release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. Mondays, we release an episode called What Did I Miss? where we go over any news in like pop culture or wrestling, sports, everything in between. And then Wednesday, my co-host and I get an opportunity to go solo and talk about some subjects that we're really passionate about. So make sure you check out all the other episodes from Wait For On Wednesday. For those of you who are returning, thank you so much for the support thus far. Head on over to Apple Podcast if you are enjoying the show and give us a five-star review. It's one of the best ways to support the show, and we really, really appreciate it if you take the time to do that. But that being said, you guys, let's get right into it here. So Superstore. We'll start off with a little synopsis. Superstore follows a group of employees working at Cloud9, store number 1217, It's a fictional big box store in St. Louis, Missouri. Think of it as like a mixture between Walmart and a Target because it looks really nice inside, like a Target. However, it's pretty trashy when you kind of take a really deep dive into it. There's a pretty sizable main cast, and front and center is America Ferreira, who plays Amy. You may know her from Ugly Betty or Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Ben Feldman plays Jonah, who you guys may have seen in Silicon Valley. Lauren Ash plays Dina. Colton Dunn is Garrett, who you guys might recognize from Parks and Recreation. Nico Santos plays a character named Mateo, who has also appeared in Crazy Rich Asians. Mark McKinney plays Glenn, who is the store manager, and Nicole Bloom plays Cheyenne, uh, along with a host of other really, really great side characters that I'll get into here momentarily. The show actually started back all the way in 2015, and I remember being immediately interested in it because it came from the mind of Justin Spitzer, who was a longtime producer over on The Office. So immediately when you have that kind of pedigree and you learn that somebody that was involved in the office is going into a new workplace comedy, that's something that immediately catches my eye. I also recognize Colton Dunn from Parks and Recreation where he played Brett and he was one of the animal control employees in Pawnee that was just so awful. His character was hilarious and even though he wasn't in every single episode, every single one that he did get an opportunity to shine, he literally stole the show in those brief moments. And then, of course, when you have America Ferreira at the lead, I was pretty much convinced that this show was going to be a success. So as you can probably tell, one of my favorite things about the show is how much I love this cast. The show finds moments in each and every episode to flesh out so many of the characters. I mentioned the main cast, but there's also a lot of other side characters that are great, like Sandra, played by Kaliko Kaihi. Honestly, Sandra has had such a major arc, I actually consider her part of the main cast now. There's also a character named Marcus, played by John Brainholtz, and another character named Carol, played by Irene White. They're both equally just absolutely insane, but they deliver their lines so well. And they're all given their opportunity to shine in both hilarious and emotional storytelling. It's definitely very apparent that Spitzer brought over some of what he learned from shows like Parks and Rec and The Office, And Scrubs, even, in that they're all able to flesh out their side characters, at least to some extent. Parks and Rec and Scrubs specifically did a really, really great job at this. And the comedic timing of these actors and actresses is honestly some of the best I've seen in a comedic sitcom to date. Now, they're about to approach season six, which means they can really be creative about how they set up certain jokes and punchlines based on what we already know about the characters. So if you do decide to start binging Superstore, which obviously I hope you do, you have that to look forward to as the show progresses. Something else I really appreciate about the show is their willingness to tackle current social and political issues. The cast is incredibly diverse, which of course is a huge plus for me. During a San Diego Comic-Con panel, America Ferreira gave an explanation as to why she thinks they're able to tackle such relevant current events, such as immigration, for example. She said, quote, I think the fact that our cast is so diverse is what allows us to do the stories that we do. You can't tell stories about deportation if you have a cast of 10 people who are all the same you need diversity and that diversity in our cast is an opportunity to throw any kind of issue at this and know that everyone is going to be reacting from a different point of view from a different life experience the story that she's alluding to here is in season four where a character's immigration status is brought into question which in turn results in ice getting involved the storyline brings to light how the country is currently mistreating immigrants while also being able to keep the right balance of comedy interjected into an otherwise pretty bleak topic She would continue to say, quote, so the fact that this show began with this type of diversity embedded in it, the DNA of multiple perspectives, and an America that was multidimensional. I think that it isn't in spite of diversity, it's because of the diversity that we're allowed to do what the show does really, really well. In an interview with Vox, Spitzer mentioned that they actually spoke with an advocacy group for undocumented people called Define American, as well as a public relations representative at ICE in order to bring an authentic experience to the audience watching at home. The fact that they paid that much attention to detail and went out of their way to bring such an authentic experience to the show is really, really impressive to me because it shows that they're committed to telling real-life stories amongst all the silliness that's going around. The show also delves into the realm of big corporations such as Target or Walmart failing to properly take care of its employees both financially and medically. Now having worked for a company that clearly took advantage of its employees, (coughs) GameStop, God, excuse me, that was so strange. I really appreciate this issue being represented in one of my favorite shows. So podcasting isn't really that difficult when you have the right partners. The team over at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. We use Buzzsprout over here at the Wait For Her Podcast and we cannot say enough good things about it. I think one of my favorite things is being able to interact with other Buzzsprout users in their Facebook group. Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform. You'll get a great looking podcast website audio players you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and a whole lot more. You can start with any equipment you already have and a quiet space. If you want to upgrade, Buzzsprout has tons of resources to help you find the right equipment at the right price. So join us as well as over 100,000 other podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Following the link in the show notes, lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you, gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and it helps support the show. The next thing I want to bring up is which characters are my favorite. I definitely have a soft spot for Mateo, who I mentioned is played by Nico Santos. He's a Filipino actor and he plays that like snobby ass kisser that you initially just really roll your eyes out. He's, He's a little irritating in the beginning, I will admit, but you do quickly learn that he also has his demons just like the rest of us. He's trying to find love and recognition in places that he probably shouldn't be, but he's also incredibly loyal and dedicated to helping out the people that he loves most. And I think that's definitely something that we can all relate to. My other favorite main character is definitely Garrett, who, again, played by Colton Dunn. He's the cool guy, but also, you know, nerd who tries to give off this aura of like, nah, I don't really give a shit. But in reality, he definitely gives a shit. He's pretty hesitant to let people in. But once he does, he too proves to be a bit of a softy. All in all, each one of the main characters has grown so much from that pilot episode that I watched back in 2015. I also would be doing the show a disservice if I didn't bring up Dina, who, again, is played by Lauren Ashe. A lot of people in the fandom mention that she's basically a female Dwight Schrute, and she definitely has some Dwight tendencies and qualities for sure. I learned that apparently Lauren has been asked about this for years, and whenever she's asked about it, she has always dodged the question. And in a 2019 interview with UpRock, she finally revealed why. She's never seen The Office. She said, quote, I was obsessed with the British office. I just didn't get into the American one. There's no shade. There's no real reason. It just didn't happen for me. So when those similarities came out, I was like, that's so funny because I've never seen the show. I'm sure that they're correct, but I also didn't want to go around screaming from the rooftops that I hadn't watched the show. What I'll say is this. Dwight is such a beloved character that it was always an honor to get compared to him. Now, of course, I've watched some episodes because I was like, I have to rectify the situation. He's hilarious. And of course, I can see the comparison. I would love for some world where we can have Dina and Dwight being in an episode of Superstore together. I think it would be hilarious. Now, just to be fair, before a lot of you get upset, my co-host Eric actually didn't watch The Office until about two years ago, and he just finished Parks and Rec recently. So there are people out there, believe it or not, who have not seen The Office. I mean, hell, I just watched through scrubs for the first time. So, I mean, these things do happen. But Dina, in my opinion, I think is the heart and soul of the show and the store. She can be incredibly frustrating at times, especially in the beginning. But she, too, just like most of these characters, has a huge heart. I do also want to mention that America Ferreira is leaving the show next season. She cited her reasonings being she wants to focus on new projects as well as spend more time with her family. It's definitely disappointing, but at the same time, I can't imagine trying to balance the amount of things she does. She's a very, very active social activist, and along with raising a family and being an actress, you know, it's got to be incredibly difficult. She was initially going to leave at the end of season five, but since it was cut short due to the pandemic, she agreed to come back for season six in order to give her character a proper sendoff. I won't compare it to when Steve Carell left the office because I think that was different because that show only had one Michael Scott, whereas I feel Superstore has multiple players it can really rely on to keep the show fresh and funny. Now even though Amy is somewhat acted as the store's moral compass and a surrogate mother figure for a lot of these characters, I still believe that the show can stand strong on the backs of multiple characters whereas The Office like really, really leaned on Dwight specifically for the last few seasons. It's definitely a bummer, but I'm confident the showrunners will be able to figure it out. All five seasons of Superstore are currently available on Hulu. If you're a fan of the workplace comedy like Parks and Rec or The Office, I think you'll settle right into the store of Cloud9. I honestly have not been able to figure out how this show hasn't blown up. I, I feel like it should be way more popular than it is, It's one of the funniest comedic sitcoms I've seen since Parks and Recreation, and I definitely think it's worth your time. Everybody that I've recommended it to has absolutely loved it, and I definitely think you will too. So that's why you should Netflix and Phil Superstore, you guys. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to hear more from us, don't forget you can find us anywhere you can listen to your podcast. Which includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, BuzzSprout, and wherever else you listen to your shows. If you're interested in starting your own podcast and need an easy-to-use interface to help you record remotely with a co-host, consider using Squadcast. Using that link in our show notes is another great way to help support the show. You can also find us on social media on Facebook and Instagram at Wait for a Podcast and on Twitter at Wait for a Pod. So again, you guys, thank you so much for joining me on Wait for It Wednesday. Remember, we release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. All you have to do is wait for it. This is the Wait For It Podcast.